Blog Talk Radio. Live from Boston, Massachusetts, this is Bit Friends Blog Talk Radio Show. My name is Valerie Molyneux, President and CEO of Bit Friends, and I am your host. We are doing, again, we're doing a series of conversations with individuals from our Vitiligo community, near and far, nationally, internationally. We're just reaching out. Our last show, as you know, was in on the Caribbean island of St. Martin and talking to those folks there. We are so happy to continue this series. I am coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts, where the temperature is a beautiful, cool 75 degrees. The sun has not come through yet. It's a bit hazy, but we're going to have a beautiful day regardless. And so today, I am honored to have a very, very, very special guest and a friend, a dear friend, I would say, to our Vitiligo support group here in Boston. And this is the president and CEO of Vitiligo Research Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, please meet and greet Jan Valley. Hello, Jan. Hi, Valerie. Uh, thanks for having me here. I'm honored and happy to be here with you. Oh, it's my delight. It is my delight. Our friendship has covered some years, and I'm always happy to chat with you. So I'm reaching you, you said, live in Moscow? Yes, I got stuck in Moscow for the COVID um, stay-at-home order while helping out uh-huh. my friends, my parents. So, yes, uh, yes uh, broadcasting from across the Atlantic. Wonderful. This is wonderful. And you're coming through, I must say, very, very clear. So we're honored to have you. And as one of the originators of World Vitiligo Day, Day, this is where our conversation is going because we're celebrating World Vitiligo um, Awareness Month. And so we wanted definitely to have you in. Listen, you are also a vitiligo patient. Tell us, please, when did your vitiligo start? When were you diagnosed? Well, uh, my vitiligo started at around six or maybe six years. Uh, when mm-hmm. I got, uh, I was playing football, a uh, soccer, uh, mind you, and I uh, got uh, injury on my knee. That's where I first noticed vitiligo several years later. And, but doctors didn't diagnose me until I was 16 or 17. So for the like 10 years, I had uh, several white spots that I had no idea about and nobody could really explain me what it is. And mm-hmm. since, I, uh, got, since I was diagnosed at 16, maybe, I tried multiple treatments that didn't work. And, um, well, I know every pitfall that is known to be like a person, and um, I'm happy to share. Absolutely. Now, was you diagnosed at six, well, originally 16, but you saw the spot at six. Was vitiligo something that your family was aware of? Did you know? Was anybody else in your community at that time with this condition? 
No, no, absolutely not. We had no idea of what it is. And then uh, even the doctors that asked the pediatrician, she didn't know. She said, oh, it's just a white spot. Never mind. If it doesn't bother you, go ahead with your life. No worries. So you started treatment, some kind of treatment around age 16, 17. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And uh, as I realized years later that that was too late, the ideal uh, window for vitiligo treatment is like maybe two to three months uh, after the first spot is noticed. That's when when you can really clear up uh, the vitiligo spot for good. Waiting for 10 now, years is maybe not the, the, the best idea. Too long. Uh-huh. So let me just yes. repeat this. We have lots of listeners today because of your, your, your knowledge. You're saying if this uh, vitiligo is treated in the early months, two, three, four months of being diagnosed, is a chance of, tell me about that. Yes, uh, there is a very high chance of clearing up vitiligo spots right away for like 15 to 20 years, maybe forever, who knows. And, uh, wow. you, but you don't have to miss this, this window. Mm-hmm. Start treatment as early as you see the suspicious white spots. And that is wonderful information. We need to get that out to our parents. At your first sign of seeing a white spot, go to your pediatrician, find out if it's vitiligo, and get treatment right away. That's what I'm hearing you say. Correct. Okay. Very good. Now, you were 16, 17. How, were those, how much vitiligo did you have at that point? And teenager beginning to date or whatever the case may be, how was your life at that point? Well, I had vitiligo on my, uh, on my legs, uh, the, the football traumas, uh, mm-hmm. somewhere where I had a physical uh, damage to my skin. I had vitiligo developed uh, several years later. So I was um, sensitive to uh, showing my um, knees and my, my legs. So I never wore uh, shorts. I, I was always uh, wearing long pants. And that mm-hmm. kind of, that, that what bothered me. But uh, thank God my uh, vitiligo back then was uh, limited to lower parts of the body. It's only later on uh, it appeared on the, on other parts, like on the neck, on the face. And that's where I started seeing some some funny looks from my friends and uh, neighbors. Mm, my goodness. My goodness. Um, you know, we talk to children all the time, weekly, monthly, and the bullying that they experience. Um, being in the young, young elementary or teenage years, real harsh. And so you, because of your pants covering it, I would want to say folks didn't really see it till later. Is that what you're saying? Right, yes. But uh, I didn't go. Um, I, I missed uh, all my summers. I didn't go to the beach. Uh, I didn't play uh, in the open with my friends. Uh, for whatever reason I could think of. So I was staying to my, uh, at my cottage, uh, at my parents' cottage, and uh, didn't really see too many friends. At summertime, mm-hmm. fall and daughter, that was okay. But summer was off. Wow. How did that make you feel? I mean, you must have been 
somewhat depressed. Your friends are out playing, and you're not. Uh, it was tough, especially since I didn't know what it is first. And second, once I got diagnosed, uh, it was high school. Uh, they mm-hmm. said uh, there is no cure, and it is likely to get worse. So uh, basically, go away. We don't have anything to offer you, mm. and whatever it go, whatever it takes you, it's it's up to you. Wow. That wasn't the 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 best advice I could get from from a doctor, and I was <laughs> uh, kicked out of the dermatologist office literally. Wow, my goodness. Now, I'm sure mm-hmm. because I hear this report often. No support group, nothing that you go into um, and, and meet other people and engage in conversation was available for you, was it? No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, I haven't heard about uh, Vitaliga support group uh, until maybe 20 years later or something. And uh, back then there was no internet, no books on, on the subject, no celebrities talking about Vitaliga on TV, like literally nothing. And uh, wow. whatever I could find on on Vitiligo was completely uh, false and uh, unbiased. It was totally yeah. unscientific. So let's talk a little bit. How did Vitiligo research? How did you get involved in Vitiligo Research Foundation? That's um, that's a very unusual story, uh, I'd say. I was living in Canada and doing uh, my, um, uh, going with my life. Suddenly, uh, a friend of mine, um, a family friend from Moscow, he reached out and uh, said, uh, why don't you take over the the Vitaliga initiatives that I'm uh, going through? Uh, He's been doing some, uh, he's been trying to support Vitaliga research for a a couple of years but he realized it was uh, in disarray and he needed some help. So he called uh, for my help and I promised that I will take a look into this and maybe uh, we'll oversee this for a couple of, couple of years, maybe three years at most, uh, just, uh, just out of um, desire to help and uh, to know what it is. And here I am still uh, here 10 years later. All these years later, wonderful. And, and you've led, how did world, the idea for World Vitiligo Day uh, come about? Well, I must admit it wasn't my idea. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, Ogo Modovesi from uh, Nigeria, from Lagos, Nigeria. The head wonderful. of the Purple Fun Day on, uh, Ju- on June 25th, 2011, and it was a small local event dedicated to Michael Jackson, and they collected like 111 signatures that year. So she reached out later asking if, if anybody is interested in supporting this event. So long story short, we started the, the new campaign, which we called together the World Vitalike Day, and we've been supporting financing and managing uh, everything all all what's needed since 2011. And how did you connect with, with us, friends? Do you remember that connection? 
Please, uh, uh, you're breaking up. Say again, please. I believe it was 2015 that we, uh, I can't remember how that came about. Do you remember? I believe you said on Facebook or something. We started uh, doing World with July Good Day in 2011, and it was an, um, it was a very uh, small event for like a couple of years until probably 2014 or 15 when we really hit uh, the number like 300 or 400,000 uh, people um, that uh, signed our petition. So. Uh, I don't. I don't recall all events. Uh, it's been ten years, but I do remember yeah. it's been a steady, slow growth. I'm also thankful to Michael Jackson community who uh, really supported us uh, in early yeah. stages of this process. Oh, thanks. Thanks to Adrienne. I invite her today until I get a chance to chat with her as well. So, yeah, well, uh, my, I'm sorry, I, you, you're breaking up. Um, can you say it again? Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Uh, yes, yes, I can hear it now. Yes, yes. Now, okay. So I was saying it was such a delight to meet you in 2014 at our conference in the city. Do you remember that? In 2014, we had, um, what was that? Uh, was, uh, we, because we carry uh, around the world uh, each year, and the headquarters moved from one city to another. I don't remember what was in 14. Was it um, well, the Shenyan was you in... Joined, you joined Bitcoin in New York City when I first met you. Yes, 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 I remember that. Yeah, we had a massive... <laughs> uh, we had them online and we had a street... Uh, we were collecting signatures yes. on the street at, at yes. the Central Park. Uh, yes, yes, I remember yes. that. Okay. And then I shared with you online my vision for Boston doing the city of the Massachusetts State House. I was so honored that you flew right. in to join us. How, how do you think that was? Well, uh, that was very unexpected. I didn't think uh, we could go that far as to Massachusetts State House. And that was the first time I was in any kind of um, official uh, capacity or official building. And you, so yeah. I was blown away. You did everything. I was just merely observing um, the the results of what you did then. And if I remember correctly, it was the year when the state governor declared June as the Vitiligo month. Am I correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. First time in Massachusetts. Yes. Yes. Went 2015. And we were delighted to have you and Dr. John come alongside us for encouragement. And we got 45 minutes in the State House with Representative Gloria Fox, and we sat and we had a conversation. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. And I shared with Absolutely. you the. 
on in mm-hmm. DC. What it was an idea that was that I saw how successful Dean was on the Massachusetts State of Steps. We decided I, I stepped on it and I thought it was an idea that we should tackle and we were successful. But the that you said Thirty-five eighty. Um, the bit You want to talk a little bit about that? You brought that to our attention. People mm-hmm. don't know yep. about that. Tell us about it. Well, you're breaking up. My apologies. It's such a long distance. Um, did I hear you I right know. about uh, the 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 Vitiligo Act from 1970 something? 1975. There's lots and lots of people that still. Can you tell us a little about it? Uh, well, uh, yes. Uh, if I'm missing the point, it's, it's because of, of this uh, communication breakdown. But uh, here is the story. Uh, the World City Like Act uh, from 1973, I believe, uh, it, was, uh, it was done by, um, by activists. Uh, it, it didn't go through, uh, through the House of uh, Congress, through the House. And we, I found it myself at the Library of Congress out of curiosity, and I shared with the community. And then I said, do you have uh, anyone who would probably help us to bring it back to the, to the floor and maybe reopen the case and maybe move it uh, up, uh, up the chain and have it approved? So that was the idea for the, uh, for the reestablishment of the Vitiligo Act. And... Uh, that was the year when we started, when you started the rally on the Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., which was absolutely fantastic. It, it was incredible. You did it. it uh, you got all the credit for that. Well, thank you so much. I could not have done it without you. were one of my strongest supporters, both with words of encouragement and one of the first to say, Valerie, a check to help you do what you're doing, and you will be forever appreciated. <laughs> thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you because your constant words of encouragement. There were days when I said, "No, I'm not doing this. I can't do this." But you were encouraging, and thank you. What do you see for the future of Vitaliga, of our community, of Vitaliga globally? Well. Uh- I have mixed feelings about uh, Vitiligo community at the moment. Uh, we're getting stronger, but we're not getting more organized or uh, united. Uh, sadly, there are several groups emerging, uh, strong and small, and all kind of uh, anything in, in between. But we're still um, liking the unity that uh, is seen in psoriasis, for example, or somewhere else. I believe it's because of uh, lack of funding. We all do it out uh, of our hearts, not not because we're funded for that. So uh, maybe maybe we can uh, find a common ground and uh, create a united um, Vitiligo community or united Vitiligo nonprofit in the United States, which make uh, will, will make life uh, easier for everyone. So I hope. 
I hope that's uh, that's what I want to see in the in the next uh, maybe few years. But internationally, we support every uh, Vitalik support group that uh, reaches out to us. Whatever we can do, help them uh, uh, start the business and uh, maybe provide some funding. So if anybody hearing us at the moment uh, from all over the world, uh, reach out and we'll try to help you start. Uh, changing the Telaiga landscape around you. Well, we thank you for what you're doing for the community. What is happening as celebration goes? What is happening now um, internationally that you know of? Oh, we just wrapped um, a webcast uh, in China. We had a record. I couldn't even imagine we can get this number. We had 5.5 million people listening to webcast. And I must thank Professor Xinhua Gao for that. Five million people were listening to our um, stories on Vitiligo, the latest developments, etc. So that's the huge one. But there are a number of smaller events like in uh, Hungary or in Russia, in Kazakhstan, uh, in Brazil, that I know about. They're much smaller, but no less important. Wonderful. Well, listen, we continue to to do the work. I I certainly understand what you're saying about smaller groups. Unity is, is what our prayer is, that folks will come together and as one unit work together for the good of the entire community. And I know that you're back and forth, so we look forward to you um, coming back to the States and we can reach out and connect with you. I know that this Saturday, the 27th, we're doing um, a U.S. uh, Zoom and some meetings happening. They're all posted online. Not sure if you're going to be able to join, but we certainly appreciate um, all the work that you've done all through the years and your constant support and advice. Um, one of the things that we um, want to mention is BitFriends is the only group right now that I know of. You can share differently if there is. But the vision to send uh, storybooks to elementary schools across the, the globe, uh, across the, the nation, not the globe just yet, but we are sending storybooks with the Liger storybooks to schools, and you were supportive. What did you think of the idea? Well, uh, it's not because I want to please you, but uh, honestly, I think that with friends uh, is uh, the best group, uh, the most active group, with uh, the support group in the United States, and I'm so happy that you're doing this. We want to support you as much as we can. And yes, we did support you with some books uh, to help you feed up the libraries at, uh, at schools to help them cover the subject of Vitiliga. And uh, I think you're the best doing this. That, that's the only one uh, nonprofit that is helping, really reaching out to kids, to schools, helping them to cover this gap, to clear this. Uh, these uh, misconceptions about vitiligo to educate about what what vitiligo is and what treatments are and as we said early in the um, today it's very important not to miss the 
the ideal window for treatment, the first several months. So it's it's important that they know. And thank you for doing this. I'm um, I'm really thankful for all things that you do. And I know how hard for you doing this uh, as a nonprofit. Uh, it's, it's it's nothing but uh, pure love and uh, and compassion to those uh, people around you and uh, some people that you have you don't have any, any idea about but you're still doing this thank you well we thank you as well Jan when the when the UPS truck came to the door with two boxes of your books i was totally totally surprised a couple hundred books that we can add to this library, to this collection of books that we're sending out to people. And we're delighted we got them in libraries in New York, school libraries uh, in several states. And we're so, we're so honored we're so proud for your continued support. We just want to say publicly, thank you for working with OGO and getting World Vitiligo Day off the ground. And we, Bit Friends, pledge to continue your work, continue your legacy, we talk about you all the time. Last words. What is your last word today to our Vitiligo community as we celebrate World Vitiligo mm-hmm. Month and tomorrow, World Vitiligo Day, the 25th? Well, uh, I can't believe myself we're having this conversation, conversation 10 years after it all started. And I believe in the next 10 years, uh, the, the world vitiligo day will become even bigger, and uh, it will become so normal that uh, vitiligo would not be seen as any um, distraction, as anything unusual. Vitiligo would become as normal as no- normal skin. So my hope is that every everyone, uh, every person with vitiligo or without vitiligo, with, with a skin black, white, or you know black and white. We'll have the same yeah. rights and we'll have the same comfort in life as as everyone else. So my uh, my final say is that uh, I'm here with you for as long as I can. I will uh, continue helping supporting uh, community. Thank you. And uh, if you have any questions, just uh, check out the the website and we'll we'll reach out back to you. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Stay safe. We look forward to you coming back to the U.S. Hope to see you in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye now. Take care. Bye-bye. Alrighty. Bye-bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, live from Russia. Jan Valley, President and CEO of Vitiligo Research Foundation, He's a young man that has supported us. We um, work closely with him, and we are so appreciative for his um, help and continue to be available when we have questions. Again, he brought to us the um, the, the Vitalizo bill. He's um, helped to um, garner over a million signatures so that uh, Vitiligo can be on the United Nations calendar of events stating June 25th as World Vitiligo Day. Hats off to Jan Valley. We'll continue to be his friend, partner, supporter as he is doing and has been 
the same for our big friend uh, community. Thanks to all of my leaders, um, as he stated, without you, I cannot be a success. I thank God for his vision, but thank God for the people that he surrounded me with to help me carry on this vision. Great supporters, and so we're going to continue this work. We pray for a united Vitiligo umbrella so that we all could come under it, whether we're yellow, black, white, brown, we are family. Michael Jackson himself sang that song. We are family, regardless of the hue that we were born with, we are family. And we pray united Vitiligo community will emerge so that we can go into the, the next 10 years as champions for the cause. God bless you. Have a great week. Happy World Vitiligo Day celebrations globally tomorrow to our friends that are listening in the Caribbean, to our friends that are listening in Nigeria, in Russia, United States, wherever you're listening. We love you. Fit friends love you, and we applaud your work. Continue. Look ahead. Forge ahead. God be with you. Bye-bye.